In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning, we are welcomed to a back-to-school Who Am I? pop-up quiz administered by teacher and Christ Jesus. With the right answer in our gospel today, offered by star pupil and rock of the church, Peter. And we also heard a pep talk by coach and apostle Paul. You see, today we are relearning and rebuilding and reimagining in a new context. Life is a little bit different. We are facing transformation. Maybe we are pushing against some transformation too. It can be hard, it can be painful, and it can be confusing. The hearers of Paul's letter to the Romans are trying to live faithfully as Christ followers amid Jewish communities in Rome. Paul's message to them is that God is working both through those bringing the good news and God is working through those who aren't participating right now. He challenges his audience to find a space for unity, living with respect and consideration for everyone, including those who stand in opposition. And Paul, being a good coach, doesn't leave them without a plan. They are to look to God for guidance through prayer, and they are to work together. It's a message of responsibility, and we hear the first part of this pep talk this morning. Do you remember the backstory of Paul? Well, if you've been following our daily office readings of Scripture this week, you heard part of his story in Acts, but I'll tell you the Cliff Notes version. Paul once went by the name Saul, and he persecuted the followers of the movement called the Way. And those were the people who we now call Christians. But then a change happened. You see, this blinding light, the sound of Jesus' voice struck in the middle of the road. Confusion and stupor followed. Healing and scales fell from Paul eyes after three days. His sight was restored and he experienced a full conversion, a change of his life and his livelihood. And in that conversion, his name was changed from Saul to Paul. As many preachers, you may not know this, many preachers when they preach, they're actually preaching a sermon they need to hear themselves. Paul's words to the Romans were so adamant because he confessed some of his own faults and implored his audience to take a different path. So in this amended life he was now leading, he advocated the spread, not the squelching 
of the good news of God in Christ Jesus. And so having been transformed, he is compelled to then pass along the transforming love of God to others. And he also knew how hard and painful and confusing times of change were. So let's listen afresh to the first couple of verses from that Romans reading we just heard. What does faithful living look like for followers of Jesus, according to coach and apostle Paul? Well, like any good coach, he starts by setting the mood. I think about Coach Tatum. He was the football coach at my high school who would play the 1980s Phil Collins song, I Can Feel It Coming in the Air Tonight. He would play that in the locker room to pump up the football team before they ran onto the field on game nights. The escalating music and righteous drum solos still put chill bumps on the arms of the hundreds of young men that John Tatum mentored. He mentored them in the locker room, on the football field, and in the art studio, because he was also an art teacher. But back to Coach Paul in the 12th chapter of Romans. Paul sets the stage for faithful living with an appeal. By the mercies of God. In other words, he says, I am doing this because of all the compassion and care that God has for you. So listen up. This is going to be really good. And then Paul continues. He says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. In other words, dedicate your whole self to God, your heart, your mind, your soul, your body, all of it. And it's a living sacrifice. It's not a slain sacrifice upon the altar. It's living. Also, it is holy and acceptable to God. That gift of yourself is beautiful, holy, and well-pleasing. And he continues, which is your spiritual worship? Or said in another way, this giving of your whole self is this logical and reasonable expression of your service to God. Because think about it. If you're here to serve, you offer your whole attention to be fully engaged. And that's part of the challenge as we're separated right now. When you're sitting at home participating in worship, your whole body doesn't get to be in the church. You can get distracted. So we are called to presenting our whole self. Give ourselves fully to God. And there's one more thing to note. Coach slash apostle Paul is speaking to the you plural. In Alabama, he would have said y'all. This faithful living stuff, it's not a solo sport. We as a community far and wide are invited to give ourselves fully to God. Here's the next part that builds upon the first. Paul says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. What is meant by conformed? Well, when I, 
But when I look into that more, I think about how conforming is shaping and being fashioned to the world, moving and changing with the whims and trends outside of ourselves. And that conforming becomes fleeting, kind of like Play-Doh, right? You can squish it, but then you squish it into something different. And it's that pressure that Paul experienced when he was persecuting Christians. He was conforming to the world around him. So as he's preaching to himself too, he's instructing his hearers from the position of lived experience to not do that. So if not conform, what are we to do? Transform. The Greek word here is the basis of our term metamorphosis, the process by which one thing is transfigured into another, never to return. The most common example we think about is that of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, and that butterfly cannot go back to caterpillar form. But that transformation is hard, it is painful, and it is not easy. Have you ever watched with great discomfort that transfigured creature trying to emerge from the cocoon? It's excruciating and yet inspiring to witness that transformation. So while butterflies are lovely, Coach and Apostle Paul is calling us to transformation through the renewal of our minds, our thoughts, our knowledge, our intellect. And I want to add another aspect of this. Our mindset, our awareness, and how fitting for a new year of school to renew our minds, renew our mindset through study, through wonder, through humility, and through gratitude. And the end result is not great marks on a pop quiz. We're not trying to score a 100, though I love to score a 100. But the goal is so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Discern. What is meant here is to test, experiment, examine. And then to listen and live into the will and desire of God. But what about understanding what the desire of God is? Well, our good coach and apostle Paul answers the question of what it looks like. He says that which is good, acceptable, and perfect. And that Greek word for perfect is teleos, meaning complete or mature. We're growing into that space. Remember, Paul was trying to impart to his audience that they are called to respect and have consideration for everyone, including those opposed to living into the ministry Jesus prepared his followers to do. This required them, and by extension us today, to be stretched in ways that are hard and painful 
and sometime confusing. Because people are complicated, aren't we? Paul challenges his listeners in the first century and those of us listening today in 2020 to live into God's love and compassion, giving ourselves fully to God's service. This means offering ourselves up for transformation as a community, not just as individuals, but as a community leaving behind some of what we were so that we can wrestle with what the desire of God, what that looks like for us, what doing good looks like for us, what working toward perfection or completion of God's will looks like for us. And I don't know about you, but I have been stretched in some pretty tough ways over the last few months. So let's hold on to the us part of this challenge from our coach and apostle Paul. Let's keep praying. Let's stay steeped in the Holy Scriptures. Let's keep working together as church and caring for the needs of those who are vulnerable. Because friends, we can do these things through the risen Christ who strengthens us each day. Amen.